your testimony this evening amen that we are not giving up amen no matter what the devil does we are not giving up but we are going to be holding on amen amen praise the lord amen let's go to the lord in prayer amen heavenly father we just want to say thank you this evening lord god father we thank you for another time that we can come and sit at your feet oh lord god and believe in a knowing lord without any shadow of doubt that you will speak to us oh god for Lord, there's never a time, Lord, that a man has come into your presence and left the same way, O God. Father, whenever a man has ever come into your presence, they've either left worse or they left better than what they were, O God. And Father, this evening as we've come into your presence, Lord, we desire to live better than the way we came in, Lord. We desire to leave, O Heavenly Father, Lord, filled, O Lord God. We desire to leave, O Lord God, with an expectation, Lord. We desire, Lord, to leave, O oh Lord God, from this place, O oh Lord God, with faith in our hearts, O oh Lord God. We desire to leave, O oh Lord God, knowing, O oh Heavenly Father, that every promise that you've made, O oh Lord, that you will bring it to pass, O oh God. But we desire to live this place with no shadow of doubt in our hearts, O oh Lord God, with no fear in our hearts, O oh Lord. But, O oh Heavenly Father, we'll just fade, O oh Lord, and believe in that, Lord, you will do the impossible, O oh God. Father, we just want to yield ourselves to you this evening, Lord, asking that you will move, Lord, that you will speak of Father, Lord. The Father, you will lay your heavenly Father, Lord, your speaker aside, O Lord, that you will step, O Lord, on two feet this evening, O God. And Father, you will minister your word to your children, O God. The Father, you will be in the hearers, O God. The Father, you will make the word a reality as we heard this morning, O Lord God, O Father. The Lord, you will quicken it to our souls, O Lord, for you have made us, O Lord, for this word, O God. Father, there is no other word that we can feed on but this anti-message word, O Lord God. Father, Lord, what you've given us, O Lord, is greater than anything else in this world, O Lord. And Father, this evening we just want to yield ourselves and we just want to submit ourselves under the voice, O Lord God, of this message. I want to ask the Lord, you will speak, O Lord God. O Father, you will quicken in us, O Lord, that which you desire to see in your bride, O God. Father, we just want to surrender to you this evening, that you have your way, O God. That you will glorify your name once again, O Lord God. Father, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We just want to say we love you, O Father, Lord God. And we look to see you, Heavenly Father, Lord God. We bless your name, O Lord. As we come into service into your hands, O Lord, you have your way. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, musicians. God bless you. Amen. Amen. We sure thank the Lord. Amen. Once again, to be in his haze. Amen. We sure appreciated the word this morning. Bless you, Brother Andrew, amen. And she was a blessing to me, amen. That we don't just want to recognize the word, amen, but we want to realize, amen, we want to have a realization of that word, amen. The God is still God, amen. The God is still real, amen. And He's living on the inside of you, amen. And, and this message just didn't come to stay on, on tapes and books, but it came to live on the inside of people, amen. This word of God is to live on the inside of us, amen. And we sure enjoy the service on Wednesday. We brought a gift, amen. How many enjoy that? Amen. That was really, that was a true blessing, amen. The zeal of the Lord will perform it. 
Amen. I believe the zeal of the Lord will perform his work in these meetings coming up. And, and man, we know we're under expectation. And, and I'll be honest, we won't be very long this evening. Um, I'm trusting in the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But we won't be very long this evening. Amen. Just want to share some few times just to encourage us. Amen. As the meetings are coming up. Amen. And, Amen. Let's take a Bible this evening and just open to the book of John. Amen. To John chapter 11. Amen. A very uh, scripture we know very well. Amen. And Brother Branham will use it many times. Amen. John chapter 11. We'll read from verse 38 to verse 44. Amen. John 11, 38 to 44. So Jesus therefore again groaning in himself cometh to the grave. It was a cave, and a stone lay upon it. Jesus said, Take ye away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, saith unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Jesus saith unto her, Said I not unto thee, if thou wouldest believe, thou shouldest see the glory of God. Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou, I knew that thou hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I, I said it, that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he, has do, he, and when he does have spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his, and his face was bound about with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Lose him and let him go. Amen. Lose him and let him go. Amen. And Lord, add his blessing to the reading of the word. He might have you cease. Amen. O title this evening is, it is late, but it is time. Amen. It is late, but it is time. Amen. You know, God is never late. God is always on time. Amen. We are the ones that get in a hurry, and we want God to come at a certain time, and we have our own plans of how he's going to work as we're hearing this morning. But God has his own time, he has his own season, he has his own moment, amen, that he moves on the scene, amen. And, and whenever he has purpose to move on the scene, he's never late in doing that, amen. He always comes just according to the time that he had predestinated from the foundation of the world, amen. And we know that we are living at the end of time, amen. We can see all the signs around us that we are at the end of time, amen. We can see all prophecies are being fulfilled. The end time prophecies are being fulfilled at this end of time, amen. And we know that the hour, the hour is late and there is darkness that has covered the earth, amen. And gross darkness has covered the people as Isaiah was speaking, Isaiah chapter 60, amen. But is that around that time we should arise because our light has come, amen. You see, all the signs that we are seeing around us as the bride of Christ is not supposed to make us fear or, or to make us, you know, kind of have a despair or not know what the future holds. Amen. Because we are a people that we know who we are. Amen. We have a sure word of promise in this last age that is concerning this bride. Amen. Even though it might be dark, we know that there is light. Amen. And the light is you and me. Amen. No one else is the light but you and me. Because the scripture says, 
says that at the evening time they shall be light. Amen. At the evening time, there shall be light. Amen. And the light that is there at the evening time is the bride that is here. Amen. She is the light in this evening time. Amen. The word again will say that we are living in a season of restoration. Amen. It is a season of restoration where God is restoring his word again to his bride. Amen. That is the season that we are living in. Amen. And also, Brother Branham, as he would say, you said, if there ever was a time that, you know, there had to be the time of the manifestation of the sons and daughters of God, he said, I believe it is this time. Amen. And, and the time we are living in right now is also the time of the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. Amen. The scripture again will speak to us in the book of Revelation, as, as, we, as we read, you know, in the latest in church age, you know, he will say that it's also a moment of overcomers. Amen. It's a time of overcomers. Amen. Because there are going to be overcomers that are going to sit with him in his throne. Amen. And those overcomers are you and me. Amen. And though it might seem that it is late according to prophecy. Amen. According to prophecy, it might seem that it is late. But yet, according to prophecy, it is also time. Amen. It might be late, but according to prophecy, it is also time. Amen. It is time for the bride to step into her position. Amen. Not to only recognize, but come to a realization as we're hearing this morning. Amen. Come to a realization that we have been predestinated. Amen. Friends, you have been predestinated for a rapture. Amen. You have been predestinated to be an overcomer in Laodicea. You have been predestinated to win in Laodicea. Amen. It is a predestination that God has ordained. Amen. It is not by your choosing or by my choosing, but it's by God's choosing and predestinating that this group of people are going to take a rapture. Amen. That this group of people are going to be overcomers in this age. Amen. And I believe that the time has come for us to push back the enemy because what the enemy will try to do is try to tell you that you are not fit for the promise. But you have been predestinated for that promise. Amen. It is time for us to come to a place to realize that Satan has been lying to us. Amen. Over and over again. But it's time for us to step into that position and say, it is time for you to push back Satan because this is our moment. Amen. It might be dark in this age, but there is light. Amen. And you are the light. I am that light. Amen. Friends, Satan in no way can stop the prophecy concerning this world that is going to go through a regeneration and just as much as Satan can stop that prophecy he can't either stop the prophecy that is concerning you according to the word of God there is nothing that Satan can do to stop that prophecy there is nothing that Satan can do to stop you from overcoming whatever that you are going through or whatever you are facing Amen. There is nothing that Satan can do. Brother Branham will speak in the end. Time Phoenix, 1954, he says, You always talk about how bad the world is. He said, How wicked the world is. He said, That's true. But look how great the church is getting all time. Amen. He said, We fail to look at that. We fail to look at that side. He said, Jesus said, Let them grow together. He said, When the world is getting wickeder and wickeder and wickeder, the church is getting more powerful and powerful all the time. 
Amen. The world is getting wicked, but the church is getting powerful. I believe that we can testify today and we can say that maybe we are not what we want to be, as that lady will testify in that service. And we are not what we ought to be, but we can say that we are not what we used to be. Amen. There has been a change. Amen. Something has happened on the inside of us that we are not what we used to be. Amen. Because with the word of God, you don't stay stagnant. If you stay stagnant, you're dying. Because he's always moving, amen. And we want to move with him, amen. In whatever he is doing, Brother Branham continuing to say, he said, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of God will raise up a standard against it. Amen. And who is the standard? You are the standard that is raising against it. Amen. Because it is Christ in you that is the standard that will rise against the enemy. Amen. Is that when, this, when, the, when, the, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise the standard against us. Hallelujah. Is that let's go glory. Is that the winds are blowing. Set your sail. Hallelujah. Is that move right on into the face of the storm. Is that what do you care? Who's the captain? He will take care of it. Now don't fear. I'm always there. Amen. He said, now don't fear because he is always there. Amen. Where is he? As we spoke the last time, he is here. Amen. He is here on the inside of you. You don't have to fear. Amen. Your ship might be sailing right now on some, some treacherous waters, but you don't have to fear. The storm may be strong and may be, may be raging high, but you don't have to fear. Because the master of the wind is here. Amen. He is the captain of the ship. He is the one that is in control. Amen. We have been promised that we will crest every one of these waves. Because we are bound to reach the shore. Amen. We are bound to reach the shore. Amen. No matter what it takes, we are bound to reach the shore. And you see, it was a Mary and Mother's home that a storm has rolled into their home. A storm had rolled into the home of Mary and Martha where, where Lazarus had gotten sick. Lazarus was sick and they had sent for Jesus. But Jesus wasn't coming. And they were waiting to see Jesus come. And every morning they rose up and they were expecting that maybe today Jesus will come. But yet Jesus wouldn't show up and the day will go by and... And then the condition of Lazarus would deteriorate as time would go by that he start to get worse and worse. And you know, sometimes that's the way that it happens in our home. At least in the home that I grew in, I've seen that many a times. Where situation will come and, and you go on your knees and you pray, but it looks like God is not coming. It looks like nothing is moving and, and, and what are you praying about and the situation seems to be just what it is. Amen. Sometimes that's the way it is in the homes. And that was the way it was in the home of Mary and Martha. It looks like Jesus wasn't coming. Until finally the time came that things really got worse. And Lazarus was dead. Lazarus was dead. Now it had come to a moment that even if Jesus was to come now into their home, it was late. Amen. If Jesus was to come to their home at that time, it was late. It was late for Lazarus to be healed at this point. It was late for a miracle at this point. Amen. 
It was late. It was late for them to see a deliverance. But you see, that was according to the time of Mary and Martha. But not according to the time of God. Amen. Because according to the time of God, it was time for a miracle. According to the time of God, it was time for him to reveal himself in a greater way than he had ever revealed himself before. That was according to God's timing. But according to Mary and Martha, it was just too late. And this evening, friends, we may be here and we all realize that it is late. Each and every one of you realize that it is late. It is late, but some of our loved ones are still caught up with the world. Amen. It is late, but maybe some of us haven't really had that experience. That experience with God where our life has been torn around and our life has been changed. Some of us perhaps have had that experience, but we've come to a place that we realize that God wants to pour and reveal himself in a greater way to us. If only we could let go, but we are not able to let go. Amen. And we realize it is late at this time, amen. It is late, but some of us have come to a place where we still have one foot on the world and one foot on the word. And we know that it is late for us to believe in that way. But this evening, God is looking and he sees your situation. God is looking and he sees where your heart is at this evening. He sees your condition, amen. And he's here saying that it is time. Even though it is late, but he's here saying it is time. Amen. He's here saying it is time for him to come on the scene. It is time for your heart to be changed. Amen. It is time for him to move the mountain away. It is time for him to make a way in the Red Sea again. Amen. It is time for him to show up as the fourth man on the fire again. Even though it is late, but it is still time. Amen. Those Hebrew children walk into that fiery furnace. It was late, but it was just time. It didn't matter how late it looked like, but it was time for the fourth man to show up. It doesn't matter how late it looked, but it is time, church. As these meetings are coming up, it may be that in your situation, it may look like it is late, but I want you to know this evening that it is still time. It is time for God to move. Why? Because he promised them. Amen. It doesn't matter how late it looked like in your home of the situation or, or whatever is happening or how late and, and how deteriorated it has been. I want you to know that it is still time. And it's time for him to move. Amen. But you see, the result is going to depend on our attitude. The result is going to depend on our attitude. You see, when Mary and Martha walked towards Jesus, when they heard that Jesus was coming, and when they walked towards Jesus, they didn't go there with questions on their heart to say, why did you not come? And why are you so late? And, and why this and why the other? But you see, they went to meet Jesus with worship. They went to meet Jesus with humility. They went to meet Jesus with reverence. They want to meet Jesus with sincerity. They want to meet Jesus believing that he is still God. That he is still the God of the impossible. 
that he's still the God of the miracle, that even though it is late, but he is still God. Amen. That's the attitude with which they went to meet Jesus. And as these meetings are coming, if we can come with the same attitude, come with that attitude of reverence, come with that attitude of humility, Come with an attitude of sincerity, believing that he is still God. Now, whatever he wants to do, that's what I want. Amen. If only we could come with the right attitude and realize that he is here. And that's what Andrew read this morning from that quote, that he is willing to meet your need more than you're willing. Even you want him to meet your need. He wants to meet it more than you want to. Amen. He's here. He's the light. He's here to shine his light in this darkness. That's what he's here to do. But at the same time, we don't either want to be like Martha, because you see, when Martha and, and Mary, Martha, well, actually, yeah, when Martha went to meet Jesus, and Jesus said to him, well, you know, I am the resurrection and, and the life, and, and the Lazarus will raise again. You know, Martha replied and said to her, oh, yes, I know he was a good man, and, and he'll raise again in the last day. You see, that was the expectation of Martha. Martha was pushing it down to a future to say, yes, he will he'll rise again. But Martha was standing in the presence of the resurrection and the life. But he was putting away off. That was her expectation to say, you know what, it's going to be yes in the last days. And friends, we don't want our own expectation. We want what God is expecting from us. Amen. Amen, because our expectation might be, well, he's going to do it right there and then. And maybe he's saying, oh, it's going to take a little time. And maybe our expectation might be, well, he's going to do it way off in the future. But he's saying, oh, I am here to do it now. And what we want is him to lead. It's what he wants to do, amen. But we want to come with the right approach and the right attitude to say, the way you want to bring it, that's the way we want to receive us. Amen. Amen. So finally, Jesus will come to the grave. He'll come to the grave. And, and as he come to the grave, he came to the grave for one purpose. And, and that purpose was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. He came there to fulfill the word that he had spoken. And the word that he had spoken, that he is the resurrection and the life. And he was coming to fulfill that word that he had spoken. But you see, when he got to that grave and he came to that grave, he found that there was a stone that was rolled over the grave. He found a stone rolled over the grave. A stone was rolled over the vessel that was going to fulfill his spoken word. Are you with me this evening? A stone was rolled over the vessel that was going to fulfill his spoken word. Amen. And he could have spoken the stone away. But he said, he called the people to say, no, you guys have to take away the stone. Amen. You have to take away the stone. Amen. And we are the vessels that God is going to fulfill his word through. We are those vessels, amen. And we don't want to come to these meetings with a stone roll over the vessel. Because his word cannot be made manifested if there is a stone roll over the vessel. The stone must be moved away 
so that his spoken word can be made manifested in the vessel. Amen. And that's the way we want to approach this meeting. Say, amen. That the storm be rolled away. Amen. And if there's any stone, I believe that this evening is a good time for us to roll away that stone. It's a good time for us to take away that stone. Because we are that vessel. Amen. To take away the stone of doubt if it's the stone of doubt in there. To take away the stone of malice if that's the stone that is in there. Amen. To take away the stone of pride if that's the stone that is in there. Amen. Because this is the only vessel through which it can manifest his word. Amen. Because he's coming to this meeting to speak healing. Amen. He's coming to this meeting to speak resurrection. He's coming to this meeting to speak deliverance. Amen. He's coming to this meeting to speak salvation. Amen. He's coming to this meeting to speak the baptism of the Holy Ghost. He's coming to this meeting to speak deliverance and freedom. That's what he's coming to do in these meetings. But how is there going to be freedom? And how is there going to be a resurrection if there is a stone in the way? There is no way his word can be made manifested if there is a stone in the way. Amen. The stone must be rolled away first for his word to be made manifested. Amen. Hallelujah. He's here to lose you and let you go free. He's here to lose you from your bondage. Amen. He's here to lose you from your addiction. Amen. He's here to lose you from any chains. Amen. So that you can go free. Amen. But the storm must be rolled away. Amen. He's here to lose you by his own spoken word. Because when that word is spoken, and that word is received, and that word is believed, that word will produce what has been spoken. Amen. Because when he got to that grave and he spoke and he said, Lazarus, come forth. That word became manifested. Why? Because the stone was rolled away from that vessel. Amen. And because that stone was rolled away and his word went forward and his voice went forward, that body that was dead had to raise again. Why? Because Jesus had spoken. Amen. And in this meeting, he's coming to speak again. And he needs vessels that will rise up and are speaking of his word. And you are those vessels. God knows your situation. He knew the situation of Martha and Mary's home. That is why he was coming. He was coming for that purpose. And he knows the situation in your home. He knows the situation in your personal life. And that is why he is coming. Amen. He is here for that purpose, but the stone must be rolled away. Amen. We are living in a late hour, but it is time. Amen. It is time for the word to be made manifested in the pride of Christ. Amen. It is time for a total deliverance. Amen. Oh, friends, a total deliverance is true. A total deliverance is real. Amen. It is possible to be totally delivered. Amen. Total deliverance is possible. But you know what he needs? He needs an Amram. 
He needs an Amram. He needs an Amram that will go on his knees and start to pray for the deliverer to come. He needs an Amram that will pray for the deliverer to come in the meetings. And the deliverer is Jesus. Amen. But he needs some people that will go on your knees and say, we need a deliverer in the meetings. We need to deliver Jesus in the meetings, amen. We don't need anyone else but to deliver Jesus. He is the one that we need in the meetings. To bring deliverance to the captive that are in Egypt. Amen. That's the deliverer we need. That he'll bring deliverance to those that are still kept captive in Egypt. The deliverer that will come that will bring deliverance to the sick, Amen. The deliverer that will come that will bring deliverance to those that are bound by the tax master of depression. Bound by the tax master of, uh, of anxiety and of fear and different sort of things. That's the deliverer we need in them to come to these meetings. Amen. But there is a need of an Amram. There is a need of an Amram that will pray. Rosina, I'm Namram that won't say, you know, the, the other brother is going to pray or the other sister is going to pray. But an Amram that will take it upon themselves and say, oh, I'm going to pray. Brother, Mo, Brother Branham was speaking the teaching of Moses and he say, as Amram will come home, Joseph will say to him, you know, why don't you take a little rest? Let the other ones pray a little bit. And Amram will reply to Joseph and he will say, but what if they don't pray? It is late. We need to leave Egypt. And we need a deliverer. Why if they don't pray? Then I am going to pray. I am going to pray. Because there is need of the deliverer. Friends, we're not coming to see Brother Ron. We're not coming to see Brother Tim or Brother Timothy. We appreciate them. We love them with all our hearts. But more than them, we need a deliverer. More than anything else, we need Jesus. We need Jesus in the meeting, amen. That's what we need in the meetings. But there's need of an Amram that will pray. An Amram that will fall on your knees. It doesn't matter what hour it is. And pray and say we need to deliver. Because it is late. But yet it is time. Amen. Amen. But you know he also needs a Daniel. He also needed Daniel that, that will understand by the books of the prophets. Amen. A Daniel that will look in the books of the prophets and he will understand by it and say, it is late, but it is time. Amen. A Daniel that will look in the book and he understand by the books and Daniel chapter 9, verse 3 will say, that as Daniel will look in the books and he understand what the prophet Jeremiah he said in, in Daniel 9 verse 3 he said, And I set my face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sucklot and ashes. When he realized that the time of deliverance had come, he needs a Daniel. A Daniel that is coming by revelation of the message of the hour to know in their position, to know this is mine. This is mine inheritance. This is mine promise. He needs a Daniel that will go into the message and feed on that message and come and say, this is mine inheritance. And this is what I'm going to hold on in these meetings that are coming. Amen. 
And you know, when Daniel went into prayer, you know, I find it so amazing. When he went into prayer, he didn't, he didn't go into prayer to justify himself. And say, you know, Lord, I have been living right and all these people have been sinning. And, and you know, but the time has come. You just deliver me from this place and leave these bunch of people here. That wasn't the attitude of Daniel. When Daniel went into prayer, he said, we have sinned. Daniel hasn't done wrong, I would say. But he said, we have sinned. We have done wrong. We have forsaken you. We have turned you down. But he said, you have mercy on us and forgive us. Amen. And as we were going to prayer, let's remember that. Let's go in with the congregation like the priest Aaron will go in. And he'll go in with the tablets. And, and each and every one of the tribes was on, his, was on his breastplate as he walked in there. He was representing each and every one of them as he went into prayer. Let us be like that because we are called to be priests and kings as the book of Revelation will say. We are called to be priests and as we go into prayer, let's bring everyone in. Let's include ourselves. We have sinned. We have done wrong. Lord, forgive us if there's anything that might hinder you as these meetings are coming. Help us to realize it. Help us to make it right. Because we don't want anything to hinder him from moving in these meetings. And he needs a Daniel that will understand by books that it is late, but it is time. Amen. 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 I believe that as the congregation of God, we can come with an expectation. Amen. Believing that God will do the impossible. Amen. Amen. I believe that as Jesus will pray in John chapter 17 and and you speak these words, John chapter 17, verse 1. You said, these words speak Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son and thy son also may glorify thee. Amen. I believe that this bride can pray the same prayer and say, Father, the hour is come. Glorify this bride. That this bride may glorify you. I believe that that can be our prayer. The hour has come. Glorify this bride. And let this bride glorify you in this darkness. Though it is late, but yet it is time. Amen. Amen. How many believe that this evening? Amen. I told you it was going to be a short service and I really meant it. Amen. Let's stand on our feet. Ask the musicians to come. Amen. Amen. How many want to be an Amram? Amen. How many want to be a Daniel? How many be, want to be a Mary and a Martin and say, I'm going to roll away the stone? I'm going to take away the stone of days. Amen. I'm going to take away the stone of fear and any kind of stone that is in the way. I'm going to move it out of the way. And I'm going to let God have his way. Amen. Amen. Because he is willing to move. Amen. You know, there was one time a lady by the name of Hannah. And we read the story in the book of Samuel. And, and you know, there was a special meeting coming up. And, and you know, Hannah was barren. 
and Hannah was going to these meetings. Hannah has been to these meetings many a times. Every year they had these special meetings and Hannah would go to these meetings. Every year. But one day came that as Hannah was going to these meetings, she set on her heart an expectation. And he said, I'm not going to these meetings and coming out the same. I am not going to this meeting barren and coming out barren. But Hannah had an expectation on her heart to say, I'm going to these meetings and I'm, I'm going to wait on the Lord for God to meet me on this need. For God to change my situation, to take the shame off of me. And Hannah will go to the, to the meeting, the special meeting with that expectation. And now God will start to move on that meeting. And God will start to move. You can play something softly, Sister Naomi. And God will start to move sovereignly on Hannah's heart. And Hannah will start to act in a way that is a little bit abnormal. You know, sometimes we're scared of what the Holy Spirit will do when it really strikes us. And so we resist it. My friends, it's time to move away the stone. It's time to move away the stone. We're not talking about emotions or, or working up. No, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the genuine Holy Spirit moving in the service and being sensitive to the moving of the Holy Spirit and allowing the Holy Spirit to do what He wants to do. If it's going to cause you to run around the building, go ahead and run around the building. If it'll cause you to crumble in your seat and cry, crumble in your seat and cry. If it'll cause you to be quiet and sit down, be quiet and sit down. But let the Holy Spirit do its work. And so Hannah goes into the meeting and as, as Hannah will be in the meeting, the Lord will move on her heart and Hannah will come quietly to the altar and start to pray. And as Hannah is praying, even the priest comes in and looks at Hannah and, and thinks, well, what's wrong with Hannah? What is she doing? Is she drunk? What's wrong with her? Well, you know, she, was, she had gotten into the spirit. She had gotten into the spirit of the word that was spoken in that service. It had become so real to her that she went on her knees and her mouth was moving, but the words were not coming out. That was where Hannah had come to. And while Hannah was there, and maybe the priest thought this and the other, right there the word came and said, Hannah, you can have what you have need of. Amen. Because she came with an expectation to that special meeting. And friends, we've been to many a special meeting. I've been to few of them. But many of you have been to many of them since you were born or whatever. Since you've been here, you've been to many a meetings. Many meetings. But why not have a special expectation for this meeting? We don't know if this is the last meeting or we're going to have another meeting. We might have another 10 more meetings or we may not have any other meeting. But why don't we come with an expectation? Like Hannah did. Have something on your heart to say, Lord, I want you to move on the certain thing. Because the same God of Hannah is the same God today. He hasn't changed one bit, amen. He is the same God today. Simeon had an expectation. Simeon had an expectation. 
and he received his expectation. And we are the bride of Christ, and this evening I want to ask you, what is your expectation? What is your expectation? Amen. We want him to move. We want him to have his way in these meetings. Amen. And we don't want to work it up or work ourselves up, but we want God. We want Jesus to show up on the scene. Amen. 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 Let go and let God have his wonderful way. Amen. Let go everything. Let God have his wonderful way. Because I tell you, God's way is way more wonderful than your way. The way that you are thinking, the way you are planning, God's way is way more wonderful than that. But we'll have to let go and roll away the stone and, and let God have his way. Let's sing that to him this evening. Amen. Let go and let God have his wonderful way. Let go and let God have his way. your eyes and lift your hands as we sing it one more time. Be sincere about it. Say, hey, I'm going to let go and let God have his way. <coughs> he wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost, young person. But if only you could let go. He wants to give you a filling of the Holy Ghost to a place where you, you are stable. You are not shaking anymore. If only you could let go. Let's close our eyes and let's sing it to him. We're sincere in our heart to say, I am going to let go and let God have his way. Let's sing that again. Brother. Let go and let God have his wonderful way. Let go and let God have his way. what we want to do, to let go and let God have his way. Let's sing that song, let the worshipers arise. Let the sons and daughters sing, amen. We are surrendering our all, amen. Everything that we have, we're surrendering it to him, amen.
Amen. Let's sing that to him. Father, I see that you are drawing a line in the sand. I want to be standing on your side. and daughters sing.
my law. Come surrender in my law. Oh, surrender to the King, my Lord. I surrender to the King. Oh, hallelujah. Why don't you give my hand clap of praise this evening? The worshipers are rising this evening. Amen. We are surrendering everything we've got. Amen. Hallelujah. We are the redeemed of the Lord. Amen. Let a redeemed surrender it all. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Brandon was speaking the flashing red light of his coming. Friends, the train is in the block. Amen. The train is in the block. Brother Brandon would say there were those that were sitting on their luggage and they were eating their peanuts and, and you know, having their popcorns and all that. But you see, when the moment that they saw the light flashing and, and they seen the train coming in, they had to throw away all the peanuts and, and throw away everything they had in their hands and get their luggage because it was time to get on the train. Amen. Oh, friends, it is the flashing red light of His coming. We want to be ready and we believe that we are ready. Amen. I'm ready to move, amen. Moving up to another dimension, amen. We're moving up in another dimension in this meeting, amen. Let Satan stay down here. Let the Pope roam around, amen. We're going up higher, amen. He can roam around Edmonton. We're going way higher than Edmonton, hallelujah. We're going all the way higher, amen. We're going up in another dimension, amen. Let's sing that to him. We'll ask for Andrew to come, amen. I'm ready to move, move on up to another dimension. I'm ready to change, relocate to another location. There's nothing to hold me here no more, for I'm already out the door. Or I've got a Holy Ghost here to prove I'm ready to move. I've been here forever. Everything after what you seem to say. Oh, so it's time to be up and go. Now I can feel the winds of I'm ready to move. I'm ready to change. Oh, I'm ready to move. Move on home to another dimension.
move amen to move to another dimension amen let's break loose from the chains of this world amen and let's move into another dimension that's where we belong amen that's where the impossible takes place amen it is in the other dimensions everybody come i got one more song on my head if that's okay looking for a city amen we are looking for a city amen and the city is coming down amen it begins in you, amen. It begins in you. The rapture begins in you, amen. And I believe that we can draw a little closer to him. Looking for a city, amen. Hallelujah. Let's sing that to him. Here among the shadows living in this world. Strangers were a band of pilgrims on the Oh, but we are looking for a city. 